welcome to Single and Loving It. I am Grace Hufton, and I'm so glad you are here. This has been so much fun just hearing from everyone who has been listening to the podcast. It's been great getting messages from people that I've never met before and just hearing about your life. And it's been a blessing for me just to send scriptures to you, to, to pray with you. So I am open to everyone who's listening. Please message me. I'd love to hear from you. If you need prayer for anything, I'll pray for you because my heart is to, is to be a blessing, is to help everyone listening. I've even had people who are married messaging me and it's been just a, a joy to connect with other people and just to be uh, a help and a blessing. And so this is the whole point of this podcast. So please feel free to message me on Instagram and I can see uh, the different countries that are listening. Of course, we have the United States. We have Nepal, Nigeria, Norway, Spain, Italy, Australia, Sweden, Germany, and the Netherlands. So it's been just so cool be- being a part of this podcast. And God has just been giving me downloads of what he would love to, what he would love for me to share. And so today <laughs> we are going to talk about sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs> a quick little story. <laughs> when um, so I have, I've I have a great f- group of friends, and I've guy friends who were like my brothers. And there's a group of us. We were out playing miniature golf, and for some reason, one of my friends, I don't know why, to this day, he starts singing that song. He's like, "Let's talk about sex, baby." But now every time. <laughs> I go mini golfing. I think you heard the second time I went mini golfing. We ended up singing that song again. And now anytime I go miniature golfing, I think about that song, which is terrible. This is just awful. (laughs) So for today, let's talk about sex. (laughs) Let's talk about sex, baby. No, Um, but sex is such an important topic to talk about especially freely as sisters, as believers, we need to talk about it because the world is just shoving it in our faces all the time with social media, movies, TV shows, music. It is the norm. It is in the world standards. It is so normal just to sleep with anyone that you want to sleep with. It's There's no standards. There's one night stands. It's, it doesn't seem to matter. You can explore your sexuality and there's no biblical standard anymore that you should hold on to and it's seeping into the church and so ladies out there please let me tell you if you have a question mark next to sex if you're not sure if you're like oh maybe it's not that bad please listen to the rest of this podcast it's god's heart and desire to protect you not to harm you and he wants you to have the best life and he wants you to have the best marriage when you get married and to only have sex with your husband, with the man who is your husband. And just so you know, I believe in the marriage that God designed, which is between a man and a woman. And that's how we are supposed to be, We're supposed to follow God's design for our life. And so since we're going to talk about sex, let's talk about the first time sex is ever mentioned. We're going to go all the way to the beginning in Genesis 4.1, very simple scripture. It says, and Adam knew his wife and she conceived. She had a baby. So read that scripture again. It says, and Adam knew his wife and she conceived. And I found that interesting 
How could Eve conceive after Adam knew her? It's like when they had sex and they conceived. What? Why does the Bible use the word no? So let's take a look at the definition of no in the Hebrew. In case you don't know, the Old Testament of the Bible was written in the language, in the Hebrew language. And so it's so cool. You can look up the definition of these words to give you a better understanding of what the Bible's talking about. So looking at the word no, when it says, and Adam knew his wife, no means to know by experience, be acquainted with, to perceive and see, to be made known, reveal oneself, observation, care, discern, discover, familiar friend, feel, can have, have respect, understand. And I find it so amazing that nowhere in that word does it talk about the actual physical act of sex. But what does that tell you? It tells you that sex is so much more than the physical act of it. Sex was designed by God so that a man can intimately know a woman and vice versa. To reveal oneself, to understand, to see. And it's meant to to bond a husband and a wife together and to be made one. So just know that sex is not just the physical act of it. So you have to understand sex for what it is. It is a gift from God for a husband and a wife. And the world has taken it. Of course, the devil has perverted it and said, you can just have sex with anyone. And it's created so much destruction in our lives. If you could just zoom out in the world's perspective, look at the world and see how sex outside of marriage has caused so much hurt and pain. And that's not God's plan. It was never his intention for people just to have sex with whoever they wanted to and then for them to get hurt by it. God want, He gave sex as a gift to a married couple. And it is a gift. But you need to, if you're single, you need to wait. And this isn't a punishment for you. You know, like I said before in one of my other podcasts, you know, it's in us to want to have sex. God put that in us. But if you just jump the gun and just have sex before you get married, you're going to open up another door of pain into your life because that's not how God designed for it to be. And so I want to read some scriptures on what the Bible says about sex. One of the best ones that I love is 1 Corinthians 6, 18 through 20. It says, run from sexual sin, exclamation point. He's so emphatic about it. Run from sexual sin. It says, no other sin so clearly affects the body as this one does. For sexual immorality is a sin against your own body. Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself for God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body. So in that second part of the scripture, it's talking about how you can honor God by saving your body, by not giving it to someone else before you get married. But if you look at the beginning of the scripture, he's warning you because it affects you. It says no other sin so clearly affects the body as this one does for sexual immorality is a sin against your own body. And we can see that with sexually transmitted diseases. You can see how there's a curse 
when sex is used for just your own personal selfish gain and you have sex with, with whoever you want, there's a curse on that. And so God's trying to protect you from that. He's not trying to withhold you know, something from you. He's trying to protect you, protect your body and protect your heart. Because yes, having sex affects your body. If you are just loose and you sleep with whoever you can, you're very open to sexually transmitted diseases as a woman. It's also, you're open to becoming pregnant. And I know I have many friends who have been there in that situation and God comes in and he redeems everything and he helps you. But it, it is a greater challenge to be pregnant and have a baby when you're not married. And God can redeem anything. But the best plan that God has is for a husband and a wife to be married, joined together, be one, and to have children from there. And so that they can raise the baby as one together. That's God's design. That's his plan. And he wants to protect you. He wants to protect your body. He wants to protect your heart. And you have to understand that sex affects more than just your body. It does affect your heart. When you become physical with someone else, it's just the way that God designed it. Just how Adam knew Eve. There's something on the inside of you that happens when you connect with someone physically, you're also connecting your heart with them. And if you've been through a breakup, you know what that's like for your heart to be torn away. It's very painful. And so for those who have not had sex yet, continue to remain pure. Continue the continue to stand your ground as a woman of God and respect yourself, respect your body. And as the scripture says, you know, you do not belong to yourself for God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body. And before we go on, I want to say if you are out there and you have, you've, you've had sex, you're like, Grace, I'm not a virgin anymore. I want to tell you that my God is powerful. My God is able to restore you. He is a wonderful, loving God who can make you new. He can wash away your past sin and he will not remember it anymore. But you need to make the decision today that you are not going to continue in that lifestyle. For that scripture, it says in Romans 6, 1 through 3, it says, well then, should we keep on sinning so that God can show us more and more of his wonderful grace? Of course not. Since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in it? Or have you forgotten that when we were joined with Christ Jesus in baptism, we joined him in his death? And it continues to say, do not let sin control the way you live. Do not give in to sinful desires. Do not let any part of your body become an instrument of evil to serve sin. Instead, give yourselves completely to God. For you were dead, but now you have new life. So use your whole body as an instrument to do what is right for the glory of God. Wow. I, the scripture is so crystal clear of what God's standard is for us. And that's to remain sexually pure until we're married. And he's saying in the scripture, yes, he does forgive you. Yes, his grace is sufficient. Yes, he can make you brand new. But also, you cannot take that and say, well, now I can just keep on sinning because God will forgive me. That's not how it works. You have to be in a loving relationship with God and tell him, God, my body belongs to you. Because here's the thing. If you continue to 
use your body for sin, continue to sleep with someone who's not your husband, it's going to hurt you. It's going to bring a curse on your life because sin brings death. Sin sin brings a curse unto your life. And God's trying to protect you. God loves you. He wants to protect your heart. He wants to protect your body. He wants you to be pure. He wants you to be full of life and love. Lean on the grace of God to give you the strength to continue to live a pure life because God has the best in mind for you. And don't get me wrong. The devil will tempt. He loves to tempt you. The the sex card is the devil's ace card because he knows how much hurt and damage it can cause someone. That's why he plays it so much. That's why you see it so much in music and in TVs and in movies because that's how he can get a hold on you, a stronghold on you. Because here's the thing. When you sin, you open up the door for the devil to come and have a stronghold on you. So close the door right now. Decide to close the door and say, no, I will keep myself pure. My body belongs to God. God, give me the strength. Give me the grace. And for you who are dating... If you're in a relationship with a guy, you have to put boundaries up. Like, for instance, you cannot be alone with a guy in a house by yourself at night or even not even at night. You just have to be so careful because guess what? You're probably not strong enough to fight the temptation. So don't put yourself in situations where it would be so easy just to slip into the temptation. And here's, the, here's another thing. Uh, men are not like women. Men are hunters, they are chasers, and they have sex on the brain. And they see you, you beautiful woman, and they want to have you. And even good good guys who are saved and who love God, they that's but it's it's just built in them. It's in them. So you have to f- put boundaries up. You have to fight them off. Honestly, you have to have an open conversation if you're dating someone and they they should be a believer. Do not be unequally yoked. We'll get into that in in another podcast, but you need to have an open conversation with your boyfriend or someone that you're dating and tell them, I'm not having sex before we get married. You have to lay down the law and then you have to talk about boundaries so that you won't slip into temptation, that you won't be put in a position that you could slip because your purity is so valuable and it also will protect you from pain. It will protect you from the hurt that comes with it when you give yourself physically to a a man who's not your husband. And then here's the thing you can look forward to, look forward to when you get married and you can come together and become one that you can know each other in a deep and intimate way. I know I look forward to that day. And so if you are struggling in this area, Please message me. I want to give you some help, give you some tips, give you some advice on how you can stay pure. And I would love to help you so you can message me. And I want to encourage you to help other women around you who may be struggling in this area. Give them some support. Give them some encouragement. Be like, no, you can do this. I remember one of my friends, hopefully she's listening. I don't know if she'll even remember that she told me this. Um, cause she's still single and this was a few years ago, but she was a little bit older and she said, Oh, like, I just want to have sex. Like maybe I can just have sex and just one time and just get it over with. And that's fine. And I remember I told her, I was like, no, it's like, no, you cannot do that because that's a sin and sin separates us from God. It's like, keep standing your ground. 
So do that to for your other friends. Encourage them. Say, no, it's going to be worth it. Because if you, if you give in, you're going to regret it. And you don't want to regret it. And so I want you to know how valued you are in the eyes of God. You are a treasure to him. You are so precious and beautiful to him. And he wants you to be pure and lovely and to be saved for your future husband. And again, if you have slipped in the past, do not be condemned. Do not have guilt on you. Take it to Jesus. If you haven't repented yet for it, just repent. Say, Lord, forgive me. I recognize this was wrong. I thank you, Lord, that you can make me new, wash me clean. But it needs to be a true repentance. You can't just say, Lord, forgive me, and then keep on doing what you're doing. It needs to be a true repentance. You close the door on the past, and you live a new life with the standard of purity. So I want to pray for all of you right now. Lord, I thank you that you are giving them the grace and the strength to live out a pure life. Lord, that their body belongs to you. And I thank you, Lord God, that as they are waiting for their husband, that they will be able to have a deep and intimate relationship with you, Lord, where they will feel completely loved and valued by you. And I thank you, Lord, for giving them the, the patience to wait. I thank you, Lord, for increasing their faith for their husband, Lord, that their husbands are coming for those who want to be married. And we just thank you, Lord, that as we're waiting for our husbands, that you are the best bridegroom for us. And we love you with all of our hearts. Amen. Well, that's it for today, ladies. I love you so much. Stay encouraged. You are valued by God and your purity is so important. So continue to live out a pure life before him. Share this podcast on your social media. Share it with other single women who need to hear this. And love for you to message me if you have any questions or need any prayer requests. I am here for you. All right, everyone, have a great day. Bye-bye.